Hello and welcome to What Will We Watch? My name is Will and this is the mini episode. Joining me today is uh, Jack of All Trades, filmmaker, uh, great beard wearer, Elliot Mon- Monte- Montello. Montello, yeah. yeah okay, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elliot is here. You are a, uh, you're a great prop builder and you're also a great filmmaker. Thank and you. so appropriately, we're going through our top five favorite props from movies. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, just overall, when you see a prop in a movie, like a nice one, like a cool one. Yeah. What, uh, what's like the best thing for you that a prop can do as a storytelling piece? The best thing it can do as a storytelling piece. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like it when the prop... Uh, sometimes is a character yeah. in the film. Like that's always great, but that doesn't have to. That doesn't make a great prop. That's just no. really cool when they write something in. You know, like Wilson. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, or, or when it takes on. That is a fucking so, prop. God damn it, that's a prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's so many like that that you don't think about, and you're like, that no. is a prop, and it's and it's a character in itself. Yeah. Um, I like when props. Um, they kind of allude to a whole nother world. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where you'll see something and you'll be like, there's a story behind that. Where that could be the game of Jumanji. But the game of Jumanji That's could on be my fucking list. Oh mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for spoiling that, man. But um that could be something from a completely different movie. Like that could be seen mm. in uh in the corner of a shop. If you saw it, you'd be like, I bet something cool is with that game. <laughs> um it kind of reminds me of the room in the conjuring. Filled with all the different stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's hop into it, bro. Cool. Dope. Um, so so we, do you have your top five and I have my top five? Or how does this yes. work? Yes. So okay. we're going to just kind of ping pong back and forth. Okay. And let's go with, um, you know, I bet both all these hold a special place in your heart. Yep. Let's just go either at a random order or in uh, whichever ones you like most to least. Okay. Or so least, least to most. I'll do... Um, I'll do it my, my my favorite last. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my favorite uh, my favorite prop last. Okay, let's do it. Um, um, Want to start up, bro? Sure. So I I think everyone with this it comes to everyone's mind. I'm sure you've got it on yours. Um, is the lightsaber? Great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason I chose that uh, isn't so much that I think it's like you know the original lightsaber is kind of like shit. I don't know if you've ever seen one up close. I ha- oh, I've seen the, because they're made from flash camera uh, holders, right? So, yeah, certain ones are. Yeah. Um, I, before they were, you know, like the new ones are slick, like modeled really well. But yeah, yeah the old ones were just uh, a kit bash of a bunch of shit, you know. Um, but more, I mean, you know, obviously it tells a great story. It's a super cool original prop. Um, but it was... It was the fact that what I like about it is whoever made that, and I, I looked online, I don't know who made it, like the builder who made that prop, not the guy who, like, not the art director yeah. who sketched it, the guy who physically built it, can't find his name or her name. Wow. Um, lost the time, I guess. But they, I wonder if they knew, and they were building it, and they're like, this is stupid, or whatever. I wonder if they were like, if they knew that this was going to be one of the most iconic props in the entire world. An entire history of film. You know, like that movie was seen as such a garbage 
fire. Like a, it was seen as a dumpster fire mm. when it was being made. Everyone was ashamed of it. No one wanted to like do it. Alec McGuinness, who uh, who played old Ben, was like, oh, like he was hiding his face when he was walking on set. He was. Everyone <laughs> was embarrassed. Um, that movie could have gone down as like Battle Beyond the Stars or like some. Be Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. <laughs> it could have gone down to some kind of B-level movie, like science fiction movie that no one really remembers. Yes. And so, yeah, like, but then it's it's the people who are like key creatives who are really involved in it, which made it really stand out. And um, yeah. and that dude that could have definitely been one of them. He could have definitely believed in it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, you know. Uh, if you look at other props from that era, they yeah. were like machined and milled. And, and this was a kit bash, which, you know, signifies that it, they just didn't have the money or the time to, to make something look really nice. So yeah. he just threw some stuff together and hoped it stuck. Um, and I just, uh, I just wish I knew who it was. So I could just chat to them. Be like, Did you know? Did you have any inkling that this was like going to be something that everybody wanted in their life? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we were interrupted. Uh, a house party was kicking outside, and I had to go politely ask him to turn off the music. I've, I'm yeah. so out of breath right now. I've never seen that. Like three giant Bose speakers linked up to someone's push bike. Pretty dope, though. Good <laughs> setup. All right. Lightsaber. I'd say that is hands down the most iconic prop in the history of cinema. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I mean, it must have blown that guy's mind. I keep saying guy, person. I don't know who it was. Yeah. I mean, it was a very male-oriented, like, business back then. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a dude. Yeah. Problematically so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, great choice, dude. I think that thing goes down in the Hall of Fame. I mean, absolutely not, not like my favorite. It's like still at the bottom of the list, but it has to be mentioned. I, I was going to put it on mine. All right. I got a... Uh, Jurassic Park, the Barbersol oh, container. Fucking busted. That's on mine as well. Dude. <laughs> All right. Let's both talk about it. Okay. Um, I love it. I think for a movie that doesn't feel like a, you know, like a gadget movie. Yeah. It has this really cool gadget that's like right out of James Bond. And I mean, I, I always, I always wanted Barbersol after that. Whenever I saw it. Now you have a beard. What do you shave with? <laughs> oh, I don't shave. That's okay. why I have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> if I do shave my face, it's with soap. Yeah. It's just so good. I, um, you know, like, and it's one of those things when you look at it, you like totally don't think it's what it is. And then it's actually a surprise. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, I mean, it's very, very well made prop, which I appreciate. Yeah. As a kid, obviously I wasn't thinking about that. No. All I was thinking about was I really want one of those. Yeah, and they chose such an iconic color. Uh, like, obviously, the Barbasol colors is what that, that's what it is, but the color combo makes it so you can track it throughout the movie, mm. and it's something that you actually, like, it's very iconic. Yeah, it's very iconic, and it's like, I remember, um, you know, trying to get... I, I didn't have access to Barbasol, but I, I was trying to get cans, like Coke cans and things like that, and I'd get a can opener... And I'd try and cut the top off yep, of it. I did that. Yeah. Um, yep. And then I had like a Ninja Mutant turtle toy 
with like little jars with it that were supposed to be like I guess their serum. But I put it, I put them in there. I tried to make it. So maybe it was like the first prop I ever tried to make. Fuck yeah, the I origin guess. story. Yeah, I guess either, either that or it was like the term. I pulled apart my Game Boy and stuck it on my face and tried to like Terminator. <laughs> All right, uh, what is your uh, what's your next one? What's my next one? Uh, I guess yeah, we both just knocked out one. Um, okay, my next one is the noisy cricket. <laughs> from we, uh, from Men in Black. We're so, our lists are so close. <laughs> Do you have the, the, the mind thing, the mind wiping thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that's called. It's I, called I, a neuralizer. Let's go through noisy cricket and neuralizer. Let's talk about this. So I I actually owned uh, a neuralizer. Mm. I got it from Burger King yeah, as nice. a toy. Solid. I, it. I think it was Burger King. Maybe it was McDonald's. Um, they had them in England. Anyway, and they when they like just got brought out Happy Meals and it was amazing. Yeah, but um, I always liked Noisy Cricket. I thought it was really cool. It's the best. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, obviously, all the guns in in uh, in that film are great. Mm -hmm. Like they're all very very well made. I mean, if you go back and look at them now, they're incredibly well machined yeah. props. Yeah. Um, but the Noisy Cricket was just it had the right amount of like comedic value to it, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like it looks. Pathetic, but has this crazy punch to it. Yeah, and just the fact that, like, you know, that movie's so good for what it's... It's a comedy, but it's also this, like, it looks like an action movie. But mm. it's really, like, it's just a straight-up comedy. And um, that's kind of what they messed up with this new one, is that it just looks like a comedy. And, uh, oh. and the noisy cricket is part of that, where, like, everyone has these fuck-off, big-ass guns. And yeah. <laughs> he gives them the noisy cricket, and he's like, What? <laughs> and uh, and then you shoot it and it just blows up this big ass truck. It's yeah, the best because it's got like a spike on the like a lebotomy yeah. spike. Like on it the doesn't front. look like that like, shoots a bullet with that spike. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was a really uh, weird design. Yeah, um, but it really stuck out. Like I can literally, I can't picture like you know any of the other guns. I just know there were big silver guns in that yeah. film. But I know the noisy cricket because it's got such an iconic shape to it. Yeah, and yeah, just a great way to stand out. The neuralizer or the deneuralizer. Um, is it, which one is it? Oh, no. Um, but, uh, that for me, I love it because they really seed it really well and you kind of understand what it does. Um, I don't even think they explain it to you, right? Like they don't even explain how it works. They don't explain anything yeah, really about it, but says, you just like, see look, it. Look at the red dot and then. That's yeah. It. And, uh, I just love it. I'm writing something right now where there's like a neuralizer type thing in it. Right. Um, and yeah, and, and so I've I've been rewatching Men in Black just to try to see how they oh, really? introduce it, <laughs> introduce it, and seed it, and uh, it's just fantastic. I think uh, I mean I don't know if they crossed their own sort of like lore at one point, but mm -hmm. I know that they. I remember as a kid being like, okay, so he kind of explains to him what's just happened in the last ten minutes once once he's neuralized his mind. I don't know how long it goes for, but then. Later on, or in another one, when uh, when he does himself, and then Will Smith has to like tell him his life or something, and I was like, how, how does he fit that all in in the time? I don't understand. And there's a certain period. There's like thirty seconds that you have to explain it to in. And do they just I fill guess, in the details? <laughs> like, how does it fucking work? It doesn't matter. It's a great prop. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, and I don't know what it's built on. I don't know. Uh, I've never closely looked at that prop. But it's uh, looks like a cigar tube almost, but I'm very sure that that was that 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 was made. 
Does it pop up or does yep. it slowly? It pops up. Like, is it sprung loaded or does it pop up? I think it's spring loaded. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. I just, I always thought it was great. All right. Uh, dude, back to you. We, we keep fucking putting these in the same movies. Okay. Um, so we knocked one off, didn't we, together? Yeah. We knocked two off. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go for uh, my favorite now. Oh, wait. You got a favorite? I'll yeah. throw in mine then. Okay. All right. Uh, my, f- my second to favorite is... Um, I got three. Whoa. Did I do this wrong? Weird. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, we didn't... Jumanji. We left off Jumanji. Oh, that's right, because we mentioned it earlier. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, so I'll throw mine in. Um, I'm going to... Uh, there's this great movie. You know, you're British. You might, you probably, you might know it. Uh, Guy Ritchie, he did... Uh, obviously, Snatch is his most well-known one. Yeah. Kind of has a trilogy of English street crime. Uh, with Lock, Stock, Snatch, and then he has a third one called Rock and Rolla. Yeah, I know it. And uh, one of my favorite movies as, as like, a kid, and there is uh, a rock star who's a junkie named uh, Johnny Quid, and he yeah. has one of the coolest lighters I've ever seen in a movie, which is a uh, lighter gun. Now, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it looks like a revolver, but you can only get lighter guns that don't look like guns because of legal issues. So they're either yeah. tiny or they're different colors, but this one looks like a full-on pistol, and it fucking shoots a flame. And it's, I wanted it when I was thirteen. I, <laughs> yeah, I so, researched uh, it so hard, I and had, you can't I, get I them. Had, uh, I had one like like that. It wasn't a revolver. I think it was a Beretta. Yeah, um, and it was full size. And it was silver, uh, and I got it um, at a night market in uh, Spain. <laughs> and then I put it in my luggage. On the oh way no! Back, and then I see them scanning it through yeah i see them scanning it through and uh you know the bag went to the side and then the the officers like looked at each other and he was like he literally did the gun fingers and then did the clicking of a light and he was like it's a light it's a light i was like oh good i'm glad he knows and they just put it through holy shit that must (laughs) be really common there yeah i mean they're i guess they're quite a touristy thing to buy yeah um but there you can get you can get cool i never saw a revolver I love them. I almost bought one. I think there was one for like $600. Oh. And I was 15, and I almost bought one. Did not have the money. I think I was like saving up for it. Um, Dude, I almost bought Kevin Smith's like Silent Bob trench coat for like that much when, oh I, was no. a, when I was a teenager because I thought <laughs> that was really cool. Me too. I love Kevin Smith <laughs> as, as, as a kid. Um, all right. Let's jump to um, – you have two left? Yes. All right. Um, let's do your second one. So Jumanji board game. Yeah, it's – it's an unbelie- unbelievable prop. Um, and I, I, do you know what? I don't know who it is. I met someone the other week who did all the, the type of the type of the writing inside. Oh, wow. Because um, obviously it's all filmed in Vancouver. The whole, is it? But Jumanji, yeah, the whole thing was here. Watch it again. It's so Vancouver. It's ridiculous. It's like TD Bank in the background and stuff. And like, it was all shot at Bridge Studios. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, like, you know, the effects stage at Bridge Studios? Yeah. That's, if you look at the plaque, it's like about. Jumanji. I've, that's so interesting. The whole, you know, the whole house that splits apart and everything. That was all yeah. in the effects stage. Holy crap! Um, yeah, it's very, very Vancouver. Yeah. Um, and like the guys at White Monkey, like Booth, they worked on it. Like, there's, you meet so many people that worked on Jumanji. Yeah. Effects guys, props guys. God damn, uh, that might be the best movie ever made in Vancouver. Yeah, possibly. I think it's. Uh, I mean, it was amazing, and and 
and they did a really good job like even when you go back and look at it now mm -hmm. but yeah that prop was made in vancouver by different people and i met i'm it's really awful i can't remember his name i meet so many people <laughs> in props um and he was like yeah man that was like my first job was to do the lettering my wow. first job in film was to do the lettering inside the jumanji box um, so it got me thinking about it. So when you get when you gave me this list to do, I, yeah. ultimately I put it on there because like from the the magnets that must have been in there to like the um, the glass gem in the middle and like that, it's everything's it's gorgeous. Because there was no CNC machines. No, wait, maybe maybe there was really early CNC machines. Because um, what was that, 1994? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so they would have been CNC, but but nothing nothing to the stand up today. So everything was like hand carved, hand done. Yeah, and they would have had to have multiples of that box. <laughs> Um, and it's just great. It's, it's, it tells such a great story, and that's a character in itself. Yes, it sells the entire mythology of what that movie is all in one board game, which is crazy. Yeah, it's such a shame that they. I mean, I understand why they turned it into a video game in the new. Yeah, in the new yeah, one, uh, like, but it is a shame to lose that because yeah. kids could still have had the same thing because they were like, "Oh, look at this old video game," when it could have been like, "Look at this old crazy board game." Yeah, it's so interesting. You know, it's interesting what they chose to do with that. But um, they also, you know, expanded the, the Jumanji mythology. And uh, they're doing some weird stuff with it now. I, yeah, I watched <laughs> that new one with Jack Black in the book. It's insane. I watched it on a plane. It was okay. No, but just like the the laws that they're introducing into the world. Right. That like people can become horses oh. in the world. It's so wild. Um, all right. I'm going to throw two... Um, Dark Knight. There's a lot of stuff in this movie, which is things that I want. Yeah. Uh, and above all, this one is seen in maybe a two and a half second shot. Right. It's the Joker uh, breaks into the uh, the Dent fundraiser. And when he's beating the shit out of Batman, he fucking clicks his heels together and a knife shoots out of his, uh, out of his oh, boot. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, knife shoots out of his boot. And, uh, and he stabs him in, in, like, the chest. And I remember being a kid, probably, like, 13, and seeing that and, um, and trying to make it, like, getting the schematics off the Internet of how to make it, um, buying some, like, old dress shoes and trying to do it. And, <laughs> and I was like, this works, this works. Um, and I'm so happy I didn't because I probably would have sliced my Achilles or something. But uh, it's just a wonderful, it's a wonderful prop. How old are you? I am 25. Oh, okay. I was like, I swear I was like 19 when that film came out. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're the same. <laughs> yeah, I went to watch the midnight showing of that. Dude. Uh, we all dressed as Batman. I uh, was sat in the theater. No one else was dressed we as Batman. We were in hockey pads. <laughs> no, we, we had like uh, the old kind of like George Clooney Batman costumes. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The nipples. The nipples. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is a great prop. Yeah, um, that movie fucks, dude. I thought it was great. It was yeah. like it was one of the first movies in a long time. I remember coming out the cinema and it was me and there was like uh, nine other dudes and we all we all worked at the BBC and we oh, all yeah. worked in film. And I remember coming out of it and we were just like, I didn't pick that film part. I didn't. I didn't notice any of his effects. I didn't. And we just tuned off and just watched it as. A layperson, you know, essentially, yeah, and didn't try and break it down into like, is this a good film for this reason? It's just, it was such an amazing experience. So. It's seamless. Yeah, it's a really beautiful movie, and there's so many um, things. Again, that's something that alludes to a bigger world. Is yeah. like the Joker just walks around with that in his fucking shoe. <laughs> um, 
All right. Um, let's go to your next one, bro. Okay. So my last one, um, I did, I see, I wanted to put on Kruger's glove on here, mm. um, but I mean, it's not that cool. Yeah, um, but you know what's nice? You do iconic, get to see him iconic. building. Yeah, it's an iconic prop. It's not that cool. It's like Edward Scissorhands is cooler, but that's yeah. not really a prop, I guess. You know what bothers me? What? Come Halloween, everyone's dressing up. Some girls are looking for some sexy spins on costumes. Sexy Freddy Krueger. Weird. He's have a fucking you, pedophile. Yeah. I've not seen that. Where's Freddy Krueger is a pedophile. Absolutely. And a torturer. That's why he gets burnt, isn't it? They're like, fuck. Yes. Yeah. And there are women dressing up as sexy versions of him. Probably some guys, too. It's just a weird thing to fetishize. Honestly, any of those monsters are. All right. Um, So I've got uh, Thibaut and Mercutio's guns from Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Yeah. Dude, solid. Because they are absolute masterpieces of, of props and weapons and design. Like, everything about them, even down to, like, you know, Tibalt's gun is the is the rapier 9mm. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Um, and Mercutio's gun is the dagger 9mm. Uh, it's a car going by. We live... We record right by a speedway. <laughs> All right. Um, um, yeah, dude, that's th- that's beautiful. Like, right when you watch it, they do those long pans down the barrel, I believe, where yeah. it says... Uh, well, yeah, it says rapier 9mm on, on Tybalt's gun, and uh, Mercutio's is dagger 9mm. Because um, those, those were the weapons they had in the original screenplay. Yeah. Or, or the original uh, play. Yeah, the Shakespeare screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but not only not only do they have that inscription, but they're just like the most ornate, too. ornate, um, you know, ostentatious guns mm-hmm. you've ever seen. Like they have uh, dangly crosses hanging off them. They yeah. have gold plated uh, tops. Like so, Mercutio's um, gun has all these cutouts in it. Oh, really? So, yeah, it has uh, on the. It has no pistol grips on it, and it has a cutout. Um, Part of the magazine, so you can see all the bullets. Yeah. Uh, if you look at it straight on, and there's a cutout piece along the side, so you can see all the springs, and it's that's crazy cool looking. And then uh, Tibalt's gun again has like you know a jewel encrusted uh, base to it with a cross hanging off it. it has gold. Uh, has a, some sort of weird suppressor on the front extension, like a you know mm-hmm. that makes it super long. And it's got these uh, custom like Hail Mary kind of like religious iconography grips on it like all all of them have so much thought put into them yeah and this if you've never seen them i highly suggest you just look up just the guns everything in that movie all the guns all the guns in that film are great Um, dude even the the wardrobes everything that movie is gorgeous and it all fits within the same world and somehow you can combine like you can combine shakespeare with like i guess 90s venice beach (laughs) (laughs) and you get this incredible movie oh yeah unbelievable yeah but Um, those guns stand out hugely and yeah i think i you know i've watched videos before it's like top 10 favorite props or most iconic and they're never on there no and there's there no one ever thinks of them when i've spoke to other props people about this um so i wanted to throw them in there because obviously my job i design a lot of weapons Mm -hmm. a lot of guns um and i um, 
I got to do a super ostentatious gun on along the similar sort of oh, like yeah? vein of this for Van Helsing last season oh, for yeah. a character called Max. Um, and we got to do a custom uh, snakeskin dual holster rig with a, with a uh, cigar holster in it and stuff. So it was like there was lots of cool stuff like that that I took elements from that film and those guns yeah. specifically because um, they, they just always stuck out to me. Uh, as a kid, and I was like, "What are these guns? Oh my god, they're made specifically for the film!" Like, uh, and that was really. I, took, I take lots of inspiration from that. And you love detail in your props. That's something that I've noticed is mm. you really love making them um, functional, like visibly fun functional, yeah. and also including details in, in in them. Yeah, I mean, you know, even uh, even if they're if they're not going to get seen on the screen, a lot of the times that detail is for the actors as mm -hmm. well. Because if they're holding something that's got that detail and that realism to it, um, then they they treat it more like a real world thing rather than some movie prop. Yeah, totally. I, uh, all right, my last one is Inglorious Bastards, the uh, Jew Bears Bat. Yeah. Now, it's not said in the movie, but uh, if you read the screenplay, there's a nice little scene where Donnie... He, uh, I believe his name is Donnie Donowitz. He goes to, he goes, before he uh, heads over to Germany, he, um, and joins up with the bastards, he goes around to all the Jewish families in his neighborhood in Brooklyn and gets them to sign his bat. Hmm. And if you watch the movie, there's all these signatures all over the bat. And even without that scene, you know, it, it was taken out of the original movie. And, uh, but you get that story just from looking at it. Yeah, that's and great. I didn't know that. That's very cool. And also just one of the most realistic ways I've ever seen someone get their head beaten in. It's terrifying. That bat is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome, man. Uh, thank you for joining us for our top five. No worries. Totally. Um, yeah. Are you on social media? I am. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's just my name, Elliot Montello. Um, which is on Instagram uh, and on Facebook. Uh, oh, sorry, my props Instagram is uh, black underscore rain underscore union. If you want to see all the stuff that I work on, design, get built, have uh, different builders around town build and stuff like that. So they're beautiful. You, you you do incredible creations. They look great. You should go check them out. Follow him. Uh, he puts out some great stuff. Elliot, thank you for joining us. Uh, come back next week, and uh, we're watching another movie. Goodbye. <laughs>